Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open. It's a picture in the pulpit and your blind devotion. There's something breaking at the brick of every wall, it's holding all that you know. So tell me, do you want? Yo, 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 welcome back to the Brew Bros Podcast. We are back for episode number three. That was the greatest showman, the greatest show. Yo, what we sipping on today? What's up, DA? Man, we got Nile Valley tea today. Nile Valley hibiscus tea. It has a stimulator in it. So let's say you're at work and you, you, didn't get, you weren't able to get your coffee today. Yeah. You can, you can just reach in your work cabinet, pull out a box of uh, Nile Valley hibiscus tea, brew it in your, in your work kitchen, Pour some boiling water, and it'll it'll be like an antidepressant. It'll just lift it'll lift your mood, and it, it's something that'll put you in the right frame of mind and get you ready to start the day. And it's an, it's a healthier alternative to a lot of sugary drinks. So that's why I drink this tea and tea period, because of just the, just the the nutrients in it and how it just lifts your spirits and your mind. The nutrients. It yeah. Gives so you this this tea is amazing. So it's kind of like a cross between a sweet honey-like taste and then the ending taste is kind of bitter so that's how i could describe this hibiscus tea from now so it's Valley. like bittersweet kind of yeah it's bittersweet you get the sweet though then the bitter so it's like sweet bitter sweet bitter so it tastes amazing it tastes good you if you're listening to this you make sure you go to your local grocery store it's like three bucks get you get yourself a packet they have you uh, saved me a bag right yeah i said man i got the bag right here secure the bag alert uh, so I got I got some for you, man. I'll leave you some uh, some tea bags. But, right, sweet. So they got it. So they got little bags and they got huge bags if you want to make a whole carafe picture of it. So, man, how was how was your week? My week was pretty good. Yo, uh, let's talk about the Olympics a little bit. Ooh, the Olympics. So, so something's kind of been like a hot topic since man, Sunday. The superstar of the week, superstar. Chloe Kim. Chloe Kim, yo. Seventeen-year-old Korean. Born uh, U.S. citizen, her parents were immigrants. Just like a kind of a the American dream story. Yo, she won the gold. She brought home the gold for USA in snowboarding. Crazy thing is, she's 17, so she should still technically be in high school. And she's from like California, where there's not even snow. Her dad would have to take her like up to the mountains, like in Oregon, when she was younger, to even be you know to learn how to to snowboard. And it's just a crazy story. And when I was watching the highlights of her, yo, her dad is like the relationship she has with the dad is like parent, parent, uh, child goals. Her dad was there with like these little huge laminated signs saying like "Go Chloe." Dang. Yeah, so uh, he's he's like supportive her, dad of the year yeah, award he's like goes number, to he's like Chloe the, Kim's dad. Yeah, he's like the number one fan. It's crazy though, like she's like she seems like super tech, like tech savvy, internet savvy. So the reason why she blew up wasn't because she was you know winning her her sport or getting placing number one the reason why she blew up is because she would be tweeting in between her races yeah she would be like she, she would be talking about oh like i wish i had my the rest of my breakfast sandwich yeah. and the word of the week hangry she wasn't hungry she's hangry angry she's hangry so it's uh i guess it's a combo of hungry and angry and yeah, you know when you when you hung when you're so hungry that you get a little bit 
You know, a little Hang- bit of attitude in you. Hangry. That's hangry. Yeah, that's so what hangry she, means. So she's hangry. So that's why she blew up. And she's becoming this American dream darling, family goals, uh, Twitter savvy person. And I think it's just crazy how this U.S. Olympic team is like as brown and as black as it's ever been. It's a little bit diverse. It's very diverse. And it's crazy that the president in the White House is trying to keep stories like Chloe Kim out because her parents were immigrants and how the man in the White House is like hell bent on pretty much not seeing stories like this ever come to fruition again, you know, because it's like an immigrant came to the U.S., and you know there's there's a wall trying to be built right now to prevent stuff like this from ever happening it's like like, really sad yeah so uh, and it's crazy how again how diverse this olympic team is and it just shows the true tissue of what america is and how it should be you know right so it's just crazy so so other so so shifting gears to the nba so now remember remember how i said the trade trade deadline how there was going to be serious things popping off and we predicted things like the Cavaliers were going to make moves. We said that Houston was going to make some major moves. Are they the only ones who made moves? The Cavaliers made lots of moves. So they blew up their team. They got rid of all their prima donna divas that were kind of past their prime but still yeah. thought that they w- were deserving of high money and all this playing time even though they were all underperforming. They right. traded them all out, got some young athletic guys in that, show, that all show a lot of promise but aren't necessarily there at that superstar status yet, but they've been killing it. They're 4-0, averaging 130 points a game, killing the competition. They killed Kyrie in Boston on Sunday. They just beat Oklahoma City last night. They're just wiping out all the top teams. And... They so made, they're they're going to be the the up and coming they're the up and coming team right now. Yeah, they're the up and they're the favorites again in the East to win it all to get to the finals. But even though that Cav- that LeBron has bounced back and he has a squad now, I'm not necessarily sure I'm a huge LeBron fan because if I was one of his teammates, so for the last year and a half there's been huge rumors that he's going to be leaving Cleveland and he's going to go to LA or he's going to go to Houston or wherever. And what LeBron has been doing since then has been leaving lots of clues. He bought a $20 million house in Los Angeles. He's always big shouting out other teammate, other players in the NBA and shouting out visiting cities on Twitter when he goes there, talking about great about, he's talking about the basketball mecca, Madison Square Garden, when he goes to play in New York City. He's shouting out other players, but he never shouts out his teammates. And he's always subtweeting and trying, and you know, how, how big social media and Twitter and NBA analysts are nowadays. They try to look into everything, especially because it's LeBron James, because he's the biggest star in basketball. You think they're doing this on purpose? I just think to he, create a little bit of a hype? I think he's doing it on purpose. I think he's controlling the narrative. What I think he's doing is he's creating a narrative, and then when people attack him and they're like, oh, you're creating rumors, you want to go to New York, you want to go to LA, you're the one, you're, you're doing all these subtweets, and he, so, and he creates the narrative, and when people attack him, he backs off like he's the victim. So, what I believe is what's happening is he's pushing himself out of Cleveland because I don't think he wants to be there anymore. The owner feels like he's been, uh, he's being controlled by LeBron, that LeBron's hijacked the, the, the team, the organization. Is, and he, LeBron's the, basically the coach, the GM. He's the one pushing all the buttons. And the, the owner is so hell-bent on keeping LeBron that he just he bends over backwards but now yeah. it's LeBron you know now, now he's had enough of LeBron I think LeBron will be gone by this year so yeah. that, that's 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 what I think so the Cavaliers organization's crazy they're winning games but I don't know if he'll be there that much longer they may not even need him the way that they're going 
well, we'll see. He is the probably the third best player in NBA history, but that's just something crazy that happened in the NBA. Is there anything you noticed in the NBA this week? Uh, yeah, actually, the 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 Utah Jazz played right, right. the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> and we we lost. Yeah, oh, but, man. but the Spurs the fans thing, here. The thing that I'm actually like really, uh, the thing that I'm actually really surprised about is. Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz right. created history what that do? night. He actually, so they've been going on a 10 game winning streak. Yeah, the they Jazz. beat us for the 10th win. So, like, you know, we talk about Cleveland. Let's talk about the Utah Jazz for a second. They're they're up and coming as well. They're, they're on a 10 game winning streak. Right. And that night uh, that they played the Spurs, Donovan Mitchell became the first rookie to lead his team in scoring during a 10 game winning streak. Since Wilt Chamberlain did it in 1960, and he's a special player. He's a rookie. He was under the radar because everyone was talking about Lonzo Ball, De'Aaron. Oh Fox. yeah, your favorite player. Yeah, Lonzo oh, Ball. I love Lon- I love Lonzo Ball, but he's not nearly as good as D. Mitchell is now. Spider Mitchell is what they call him. I think he's in the slam dunk contest this weekend, and he's gonna win it if he's in it. I'm not. 100% Yo, I'm gonna positive. I'm gonna really try to watch that. Yeah, it's gonna be if this Saturday night on TNT. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, make sure you tune in for Spider Mitchell because he's a low key beast, and he will he might win the Rookie of the Year either him or Ben Simmons. So ah, he's my, my votes on my votes on Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's he's special. So watch out for him, man. So let so let's talk about man TV entertainment movies. I know you got a lot to talk about, man. This is at the movies with Da. What do you got? <laughs> so this week, uh, we got Black Panther. Man, I've been hearing lots of hype about that movie Yo, everywhere. I, that movie is it because of the soundtrack or because of the plot the or soundtrack Marvel? Is dope. The soundtrack is dope. You haven't listened. If you haven't, go listen to the soundtrack. That the soundtrack is amazing. It's got Kendrick. It's got you know. Um, but the Black Panther is just adding to the Marvel narrative. Okay. And adding to. So it's not the about story. the the. It's not about the human it's... rights organization, Black Panther. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. So, so what it's about? It's about uh. You know the, the the superhero Black Black Panther. Okay. I think it's celebrated. I've never because, heard of him. <laughs> I think it's celebrated because, uh, you know, it's it's one adding to the Marvel story. Okay. Which which is right now it's the biggest thing in the movies right now. I mean, aside from Star Wars, Marvel is where it's at right, right. now. DC's been struggling a little bit with, with what they're doing, but uh, I think they can they can pull through later on in the game. But right now it's Marvel, Marvel and Star Wars, and uh, so it's adding to the Marvel narrative. But also, it's it's cast. It's it's basically mostly African American cast. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got Chadwick Boseman who plays the man himself, Black Panther. We got Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> We've got Daniel Kaluuya, who was uh, in Get Out. Right. And then we got Sterling K. Brown, which is from your favorite show, hey. This Is Us. Yes, it looks like words played. I love him. Lofa, lofa, lofa. And we got Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker. I like Forrest Whitaker. I mean, like the, I'm the have cast. To check out this movie. The cast is incredible, and yeah. uh, it, it it got a 98% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, dang! I got this, my... The new Star Wars movie got 92. Right. Like so that showed that show just tells you how good this movie is. I think Black... Get Out when it came out it, got and... like 98 to right. 100%. So Black Panther this weekend. Yeah. So that go check out Black Panther. That, that's the movie to see this weekend. Um, now we're switching over to games. Uh, because I'm probably out of the two of us, I'm probably the the only gamer. Yeah, I don't really play games. I think I gave it up when I went into college. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, well, I'm still an idiot and uh, a little kid at heart, so I I'm actually gaming. So what are you, uh, gonna, what are you on? The, what are you playing now? What are you on the stick? When you jump on the sticks, what do you play? Right now, well, right now I'm playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 just because I'm a Star Wars head. Right. So like. Yeah, that's all I'm playing right now. That and a couple of like other independent games. I play a little Paladins. Uh, you know, it's, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> see, I, I play with gaming is good if you play with friends. The game's always good. The game's always good. So like, 
Uh, but this week uh, it came out. It was announced Kingdom Hearts three. Okay, what's that about? Now Kingdom Hearts is the probably Disney's biggest game ever. It started off in the PS two, and it, it mixes uh, Disney characters with Final Fantasy characters. Ooh. And it's it's super dope. It is the hugest. Oh, a huge part uh, of my growing up. I, I played it when I was younger. I actually went out and I bought. Uh, a copy from my PS2 because I, I hadn't played it in forever. I, I bought it uh, last year uh, and I started playing it again and it's just super dope, super dope. And um, so the third installment of Kingdom Hearts, uh, they released every world confirmed for the game, meaning the levels that are in the game, uh, the world that, that, that they usually have it in Disney World. So right. Say. So like they, they had like a Winnie the Pooh level. There's levels to that one. They had, which is my favorite level because, you know, I'm fluffy. You know, speaking of someone who's hangry, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, like, there's, like, a Winnie the Pooh level uh, in, in the old ones. There's, like, uh, a Hercules level. There's, like... So, it's it's in Disney Worlds. That's what the, that's what the worlds are. Right, that's levels. cool. So, they've been confirmed, which is a big announcement for, for gamers. Uh, so, we got... Finally, they're adding a Toy Story level to the game. So, it, it's in Andy's house. So, um, so, a lengthy clip released last year revealed the main character... Donald and Goofy in toy form fighting alongside some of Andy's most familiar toys like Woody um, and uh, you know Buzz they're both inside they're inside the boys wait, room they're, and outside wait, they're on the fighting wall. with each other or against each they're other they're fighting with, with they're fighting with each other so they're oh, on they're the same, on the same team, team. Oh, yeah. uh, fighting the like robot toys and stuff like that uh, we also got a Monsters Inc level in the, in the factory uh, where there's also a Kingdom of Corona which is in the Tangled universe which is Ooh. the Rapunzel Right, right. Um, so like they're they're pulling stuff from Disney Pixar films. They're pulling stuff from that. That's what the worlds wow. are, and it's like it's super. That's that, crazy. That's why it was so. I think you you get fully immersed in the game because not only are you getting, you know, Final Fantasy characters, final you know the, the, the same type of gaming, but you're also in the Disney world, which by itself is already magical. So that's why people love coming back to these games. There's also Mount Olympus, uh, a Hercules level in this game as well. Uh, they got some old things from Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 1, some levels in there as well, like going back and references. Uh, they have a Big Hero 6, which is that Disney Pixar film that did incredible. If you haven't seen it already, go see it. So like those are the those were basically the biggest worlds that they had it that they had announced. Wow. So, so uh, that's I wish thing. I was into video games. I'd probably be freaking out if I was. Yeah, but uh, that's that's what I have for the gaming. Sweet. Time to get into that music, man. We, I'm sure we've both been hearing lots of new music this week. Yeah, yeah. So it's, now it's time for artists that are brewing. And this week I got this group that I actually saw live about a year and a half ago, or close to two years now. Their name is They. So what's their name? They. T H E Y. Who, who they? Them? It's they. They are. They're, they are not the they that <laughs> DJ Khaled always speaks about. They're not the they that you should stay away from. They're the <laughs> they that you need to check out if you haven't heard of them already. So is it spelled the same way? Yeah, T -T it's all caps T-H-E-Y with a period at the end. And okay. they're like this combination of uh, alternative R&B and hip-hop. And they, they put on a live show. The show, was, the show I saw was great. They have, it's these two brothers that I think are twins. And it's like a, their music sounds like it's sh like it should be uh, the weekend's music, like they belong on a weekend uh -huh. album or something. So like it's it's basically the weekend kind of music. If like if you're into the weekend, you're gonna like this artist. Yeah, very 
acidical, I guess. Acidic sounding, there's weird mm. noises in the background. And it's live. It's not like depressing like the weekend's music is. It's like live. It'll make you want to <laughs> jump, you know, or like dance in the club. Jam out in the car. So check them out. They. They. Yeah. All right. What about you? Who have you been listening to this week? Uh, for me, uh, artists have been brewing uh, Kid the Band. Kid the Band? Who are they? So last year, I went to an NF concert. Right. And NF is a rapper. And uh, the opening act was a band called Kid the Band. It's these two brothers. Okay. Um, it's and a thing today, two brothers. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's crazy. But they're, uh, they kind of have like a 21 Pilots vibe. Uh-huh. And that it's they're super How would you describe their dope. sound? Like their like, genre? Kind of like... Okay. So Twenty one. It's, like it's just kind of alternative, uh, slash rockish kind of vibe to it. Um, oh, my favorite song, favorite song right now is just uh, songs actually. Uh, Francis Street, uh, Surfing, and the the way that they spell their name, it's K Y D, the uh-huh. band. Okay. So Kid the band. Sweet. So they're they're really really amazing. I got to see them live and. Good concert. It was just amazing. Yeah, great concert. Uh, they were on for like 20, 30 minutes, and they, everybody was lit. So they they left you wanting for, wanting more. Heck yeah, man! And you should go check them out. You can check them out on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, or you can just go to their website, Kid the Band, and listen to all their tracks. Yo, thank you guys for tuning in. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just type in Brew Bros Podcast. And you can also listen to the show on the Anchor app and Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just go ahead and click the link on our Instagram page. That's it for this week's episode, guys. Hopefully to see y'all next week.